This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 536 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is brought to you by FeedXL.com, online nutrition software. Hi, Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is from me, Coach Jen, lifelong curious equestrian. Today's tip is about riding without stirrups. It is an excerpt from episode 167 of the Stable Scoop radio show right here on the Horse Radio Network. But first, a word from today's sponsor, FeedXL. Is your horse's diet balanced? Find out with FeedXL. FeedXL does all the smart stuff that it takes to formulate and balance a horse's diet. It takes all of the science and math that a doctor of equine nutrition learns and makes it all super easy and fun to use. Just plug in a few simple details to see if your horse is having his nutritional needs met. FeedXL is like having your own personal equine nutritionist stuffed right in your back pocket. And FeedXL is so good that it's used by leading equine nutritionists to formulate balanced diets for their clients. Using the details about your horse and what you feed him, FeedXL will do some serious math to calculate if your horse's nutritional requirements are being met. See the results of this math displayed in numerous ways, including the easy-to-read graph that highlights excesses and deficiencies in his diet. Learn more about equine nutrition and how to feed your horse for ultimate performance by visiting the FeedXL Learning Center and the FeedXL Member Forums. The newly designed FeedXL website is super easy to navigate and bursting with information. Go to FeedXL.com today because nutrition makes a difference. Now, enjoy today's tip. The video that's going around and is also available at the Stable Scoop Facebook page is of a girl, a girl, she's a woman, riding a uh, (laughs) jumping class after she loses her stirrups. Now, I've seen this video. And um, I, I don't know which is more impressive, the fences that she takes without her stirrups or the recovery that took place after she lost them. Um, but we'll, we'll let our, our listeners discuss that offline. But the question was, how often and what should you practice without stirrups? Ooh, there's a good one. Uh, and I have seen this video. And I can see why people call say that this girl, because she... You know how people look when they're in riding helmets. You look, everybody yes. looks like they're 12. Yes. And she has these cute little rosy cheeks. Um, but, yeah, she was in a significantly large jumper class, and the horse jumped her out of the tack just a wee bit over one of the fences, and both stirrups, she almost came off unglued. She had one knee on the pommel. One knee, and, and she wasn't yeah. even holding on to his mouth. Like, how did she, she had one hand on his neck? She has a set of biceps, too, that girl, because oh she pulled God. herself up by her, her knee and her arm. She at didn't pull on the reins at a gallop. <laughs> And finish the round. Um, so obviously, riding without stirrups is part of this young lady's regular regime. Um, and I, I, from my personal point of view, I don't think that riding without stirrups gets quite the emphasis it should. Um, riding without stirrups does a lot of things. It strengthens your legs, obviously. 
will strengthen your core because if you're doing sitting trot work and you're doing posting trot work and you're doing canter work, if you don't have your core, your spine, your waist, your shoulders in alignment properly, you're not going to stay on regardless of how hard you squeeze your knees. People have the false impression that riding without stirrups is all about your knees, Mm. and it's not. Um, Imagine an old-fashioned clothespin that you put on a clothesline to hang up clothes. Mm -hmm. Not the one with the hinge, but the old-fashioned one shaped like a V. I'm going to date myself here. If you take a T-shirt and you mash down a a, a clip or a... um, a clothespin on there, it stays reasonably well, which is what happens when you have a tall person ride a skinny horse. But that's like a five foot seven person on a 12 hand pony. <laughs> it's not the real world. Um, you put it over a bath towel, which is really about the ratio you would have with your average sized person on your average sized horse barrel. Um, if that thing gets to flapping in the wind, it's going to come off. That, oh, that clip but, is just going to get yanked right off. Right, okay. Right? Mm-hmm. So no matter how hard you squeeze your knees on a horse, that's not what keep, keeps you on. When you ride without your stirrups, you maintain the same position you would if you had your stirrups. All of those alignments r- should remain the same. What happens, though, is by not having your stirrups, you, it's a little bit like trying to walk with your eyes closed. You have a greater feel for... It's, well, it's going to cause your brain to think of balance a little bit differently. It's, it's going to help train your brain um, and your system of, in, of inner balance to stay on the horse better. Um, so even if you don't feel like you need to, quote, strengthen how hard you squeeze your knees into the saddle, you still need to practice without your stirrups. If you watch this young lady in the video... Um, when she loses both of her stirrups in about fence three or so, you will notice that her lower leg position is stronger without the stirrups. Yeah. Yes? Which tells me if you're practicing without the stirrups, you are going to develop better lower leg position than you are if you practice with your stirrups. Because when you have your stirrups there, you can pinch your knee in, and let your calf do whatever it darn well pleases. It kind of goes wild. You take the stirrup iron away, you've removed that crutch for your lower leg. You need to keep your calf on the horse or you're going to come unglued because your knee just acts like a pivot. Right. It it's actually now, pushes you. It makes it worse. It makes things worse, especially over fences. And if you're not a jumper, um, practicing over um, ground poles at the canter, um, practicing simple... Gymnastics for the human, for example, touching the horse's ears and leaning back, those things that we do on a lunge line, yeah. excellent without your stirrups, even though, even if, so if you don't jump, you can still do those core strengthening exercises and balance strengthening exercises that give you that same um, strength of lower leg, and that's strength as in balance and position versus strength in muscle power. And one of the things I notice when I ride without stirrups is that I have a much more... Um, I don't want to say I have a much more complete feel of my horse's side. Like I, there, I use mm-hmm. more of my leg. Absolutely. So again, you take that that iron away. Um, the focus is not on the the knee, and so I feel more um, inner thigh contact, more lower calf contact, and and it's almost like it gives me the chance. It gives me the opportunity to feel those different points of contact along the length of my leg. Mm-hmm. 
And because I can feel them, I can isolate them. And when I can isolate them, I can use them based on whatever I'm asking my horse to do. But it's like you have to keep doing it because if I don't ride without stirrups for a while, like say a couple of months, um, I lose it. It's like you, you, so even though I think, oh, I've done all that, you know, I've paid my dues and done my no stirrups work. Mm-hmm. It's, I hate to say it, but you kind of have to keep doing it. It's just like, you know, you sure. have to keep that muscle doing it. Right. Cross training for your brain cells as well as your muscles. And part of the question was, how often should I do this? Well, that depends on what you want to address. If you do it often for short periods of time, you are going to address a different part of your brain and your learning center than you are if you do it for once a week for 25 minutes. I, for example, I practice it very nearly every time I ride because I tend to be very crooked. Um, I have a lot of injuries on one side of my body, and those injuries tend to cause me to ride in a crooked fashion. So by taking my feet out of the stirrups... I can ride straighter, but what I do is I ride without the stirrups for three or four minutes, put them back in, and I can feel the change in my balance and the change the way I'm sitting on the horse. Okay, that's not the change I want to drop them back out, get straight again, put them back in, maintain the straight. And I can go back and forth between the two to improve how straight I get. Now, we've we've had discussions with various experts, and Daniel Stewart comes to mind about uh, straightness or lack thereof and how many riders actually don't have that straightness. So it sounds to me like uh, that's a pretty good sort of, you know, every, every time you do get an attack is to do that, drop your stirrups, right. ride for a few minutes. But, um, you know, at what gates? At all gates? At the walk, trot, canter? It depends, it depends on how your... Your level of comfort, competency, and um, courage. Mm-hmm. If if you're dealing with um, straightness issues, whether that straightness is longitudinal or lateral, front to back, because you tip forward or back, left to right like I do, um, don't be practicing it at a trot if all you can do is hang on for dear life at the trot. <laughs> Practice it at gates at which you feel confident and comfortable. So that's going to depend on the individual human. It's just... Perfect practice makes perfect. If I ride with my stirrups all of the time and I don't keep checking back for that straightness laterally, I lose track mentally of whether or not I really am straight. So 80% of my practice, I'm wrong. Well, I'm not practicing at all. So that's one aspect. The other aspect is if you practice it for 25 minutes straight twice a week, there you're dealing with muscle strength and muscle memory. You put those muscles in an area where they need to work hard. The correct muscles need to work hard. And what will happen is we've seen with, men, with our horses, if you allow the muscles that you don't want to work hard, work them long enough that they become exhausted, mm-hmm. <laughs> by necessity your body will start to use the correct muscles that you're asking for because the ones that aren't supposed to be working just plain old wear out. That's what I call the George Morris method. Okay. <laughs> You just keep posting trot until you're so exhausted, and that will create both muscle strength and muscle memory. So that's a completely different aspect of what riding without stirrups can benefit. So really, like you said, it depends on what, what, what you want to accomplish. What yeah. you want to accomplish. So there's like, I mean, as you're talking about this, I'm thinking about supplements, and you have that loading dose when you, when you actually have to build up. Uh, you know, the amount of supplements and nutrients in your horse's body, you kind of go hard and heavy for... I like that. Right? Yeah, loading dose. Loading dose of, <laughs> of no stirrups work. So you got it. So you're building muscles and strengthening. And Versus then you, maintenance. You have this maintenance. And um, 
that's not to say you don't need the muscle strengthening every now and again, but um, it's at least worth the muscle, the maintenance program. Right. And just because you don't jump jumps doesn't mean you shouldn't practice riding without your stirrups. No, I mean, this is good for half passes and uh, half halt even. Hello, it's good for trail riders. It's good for trail riders. (laughs) You know, it's funny because I used to, when when I first started hunting, uh, I had really only had, I didn't have much of a jumping background. I had really only had uh, the, the basics in dressage. And I remember laughing, saying, thank God I had dressage training because I'm like leg yielding around rocks and muddy, you know, things. <laughs> Thank God I had the lateral work because, you know, yes, your horse makes a lot of the decisions out there, but you definitely need a nice lateral leg. <laughs> yes. To not crash sometimes. That's right. It's all about the cross training. It is all about the cross training when you have horses. Perhaps next time we'll tackle riding without your hands. <laughs> To listen to all of my tips, Coach Jen, just go to horsetipdaily.com and go to the experts drop down menu on the left, and you'll find them right there. To get a weekly fix of Glenn and Helena B talking about just about anything horse and then some, stop by stablescoop.com. Every episode is archived so you can enjoy Scoop at your leisure. If you'd like to hear some tips on a particular topic, just let us know. Head on over to Horse Tip Daily on Facebook and put a little post over there. We'd love to hear from you. Please stop by the Horse Tip Daily Facebook page and let us know what you think of the tips you hear on the show. It's also a great place to tell us about topics you'd like to hear us cover. You can subscribe to all of the great shows on the Horse Radio Network through iTunes or Zune and get your horse podcasts automatically downloaded to your iPod, Zune, or MP3 player. I'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, go ride your horse! The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily.